you, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, the 28th day of October 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Thursday, uh, we're looking forward to a nice long weekend, at least I hope so, for all of you involved. Uh, we're going to try to give away some money today. We failed at that yesterday. That is our failure, not your failure. Uh, uh, it's your failure. <laughs> I thought I had some questions, but listen, man. Uh, well, how did the rest of the day do, I wonder? I didn't get a chance to uh, to check it out, but I will I will figure that out today before we get a chance to get do into... Analyzing? Yes, into the fun that is the X Double Dare at 7.30 today. Because uh, I always like to, to see how the other questions go. Because, again, I write all these questions. And so I want you to win money. Now, I do have to, by law and rule, make the questions harder as they go on. But my goal is for at some point for you to get some money. And sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. Now, Jason, I was talking to him yesterday and he's like, it's either all or nothing. Like, either they, they get the 200 bucks or they trip on the $200 yeah. question. And I'm like, well, listen, man. I, I, I guess I don't really have an issue with that. The, the $200 question is supposed to be uh, the most difficult, but there is a bit of guilt involved if like, we have a zero burger throughout the day. Right. I don't want that to happen. But uh, I, Which is why I always will stress, try to figure out the category before you call in. Because if it's a category you think you're pretty strong in, then these should be a cakewalk for you. But if you uh, just call in because you hear the sounder and you don't pay attention to the category, you're really on a tight wire here. And you're not sure how it's going to all end up. And you could go ass over tea kettle and end up on the ground. And we don't want that to happen. Yeah, today's category is Bird on a Wire, the movie. <laughs> yes. Only questions about the Mel Gibson, Goldie Hawn movie, Bird on a Wire. <laughs> that's it. I'm sorry. I just heard you say something and it sounded like that made sense. So uh, that's what's going on on the show today. Plus the Nerd Alert. We'll have more tickets to Hailstorm Rival Sons, which is happening one week from today at the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. We did have a concert announcement yesterday, and life is crazy right now. Yeah, I feel bad a little bit today. <clears throat> I feel guilty because, you know, we get a chance to talk about this, but you you have a new pet, I, little, little Morty. I bought a, a little pug puppy uh, this week, and yes, uh, I have a little pooch at the house named Morty that is getting acquainted and doing really, really well, I would say. You know, like, I mean, this is day uh, four of having him, and, you know, I, we've had a grand total of two accidents in the house, so I'm pretty proud of that. Now, granted, it's because, you know, he's a puppy and he, he's only two months old, so you got to follow him around, and anytime he starts sniffing, you take him outside. But uh, I've been very proud of the fact that there was only uh, been two accidents, and one of them was totally my fault just because I went about it the wrong way. Like, we, you know, he was in the, because uh, we're crate training him so that he can be potty trained. And he was in the crate all night and did really, really well. And then I made the mistake of when I got him out of the crate, I didn't have my stuff ready for him to go outside right away. And so then he was just like waiting for me and I was putting on my jacket and my shoes so oh. we could go outside. And he just went burnt and peed. And I was like, well, listen, that's my fault. What can I do? I just feel bad seeing you leave the house and little Morty there by himself. Yeah, I feel bad about that, too. But uh, the good news is people are coming over to help him and let him out so he's not in that crate for a long period of time, which is good. And then, of course, the the end goal is for him to be, uh, you know, out of that crate at some point. In yeah, well, my family can't wait to meet Morty. They're, they're crazy <laughs> about it. They're just, like, chomping at the bit. He is a cute little dog. He is a cute little dog, and he's got lots of energy. Oh, my God, does he love to play. And, yeah, we're training him. Now. I, I should show you. My arm is all scratched up because he likes to yeah. play, and he's a puppy, and so we play a lot, and we have a good time, but uh, we're teaching him good bites and bad bites. 
And so, yeah, that's that's been my life outside of this place has been uh, basically watching YouTube videos about training puppies <laughs> and then trying to execute that in my own YouTube. home. But it is it is it is very, very helpful. And uh, a lot of the tricks that I have learned on YouTube, believe it or not, work. Crazy. Like, for instance, like, I, you know, puppies will bite because they're teething and they'll yeah. bite you just because they think they're playing. And I have children that I don't want the pug to bite. And so one of the tricks that I saw on YouTube was if you yelp like a dog being hurt when they bite you, they will stop because they're playing and they don't know that they're hurting you and they don't know that they're biting oh, too hard. That makes sense. And it totally works. Like every I would time love to he hear bites, you yelp. I do pretty I, hey! That's what I do. And the dog just stops. Stops right when he's doing. Morty just stops. And then he's like, oh, that's not cool. And then he'll go do something else. Oh. But it actually is a trick that actually works. So it's I, I sound ridiculous, of course. But it is something that actually works and stops him from biting me when he's trying to play. Because he's not trying to bite on purpose. He's not a mean dog. He's yeah. just trying to have fun. And yeah. then he doesn't know that he's a bad bite. More dog stuff. Trust me. You'll be it's sick hilarious. of it. More dog content. Over the course of the next couple of months and years, I hope. But we got to start this show with some music. Sublime, kicking things off here on The Morning After on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's do some important stuff. And yesterday, right around noon, the Boise Town Square Mall reopened after Monday's deadly shooting that killed two and wounded four additional. And tonight they have announced there will be a vigil scheduled from 7 to 8.30 p.m. at Boise Town Square Mall for the victims, the police, and the first responders. Vigil will be at the main entrance of the Boise Town Square Mall in front of Old Chicago. Uh, due to COVID, they uh, ask all attendees to wear face coverings and socially distance from those not in their immediate household. But according to the chief of police, there will be increased security around the mall for the foreseeable future. And on top of regular patrol operations to help those that are going back to the mall and going back to shopping and trying to return to some sense of normalcy, we'll have some increased sense of security, which I suppose is a good thing. But you can take part in that tonight if you'd like to play, pay homage to... The victims and unfortunately those that were injured in the shooting that happened on Monday. So uh, we will let you know how that goes. We had a World Series game last night. Uh, neither of these have been close so far. Astros beat the Braves 7-2 to last night before their home fans at Minute Maid Park. That evens up the World Series at one game apiece. Jose Altuve hit a leadoff double, scored in the first inning, later added a solo home run in the seventh. So congratulations. Game three Friday in Atlanta as they... Atlanta! Uh, the J.J. Watt injury parade continues. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals defensive end will undergo likely to be season-ending shoulder surgery. ESPN reported last night that he injured his shoulder in the second quarter against the Houston Texans on Sunday, but was able to play for the rest of the game and then announced that he probably wouldn't play on Thursday because of the injury, and now all of a sudden he is done for the year. Man. So the 7-0 Cardinals will take on the 6-1 Packers tonight, but there will be a lot of familiar faces missing from that game between both teams. Yeah, uh... J.J. Watt, all his injuries, upper torso, you know, where a lot of guys, uh, they got the the knees and the ankles and things like that, but, you know, the torn pectoral and labrums, and, and just he's had a hard time, man. Well, he's a guy that plays a lot with his upper body. Yeah. I mean, he's famous for being able to shuck off offensive liner, linebacker, offensive lineman, and then, you know, the other thing he's hugely famous for is getting those hands up quickly and blocking passes for quarterbacks. He has more tip passes than anybody else uh, in the last several years in the NFL, and so I imagine that pays a toll on his body a little bit. So 
we'll see how this game plays out. But the Packers are ravaged with COVID, and then, you know, the Cardinals have some injury issues. So we shall see. Thursday night football should be. Big matchup, though. Something. Sure. Yes, no, between the teams, record wise, that's fine. I mean, I, as a Packer fan, I have basically, because we're down to like two receivers, have basically figured this one's going to be tough. And they're not even activating players that probably could play tonight if they wanted to. Like David Bakhtiari, he's healthy, but they're not even going to play him tonight. So I feel like they're taking a knee here. See, I, I know it seems like that, but there's one factor here, and that is Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Sure. And this is the kind of thing he thrives on. And listen, he's gone into plenty of uh, hostile environments and come out victorious, even with... Uh, very few weapons. So there's a chance they could pull this off. Of course. I want to be clear. Put the Arizona Cardinals where they deserve to be on the losing end of something. I don't think anybody that suits up for either team tonight wants to lose or is going to basically say they're going to lose. I'm just saying uh, what I think people have realized is, especially this year, it's a long-ass season, man. It is. And if you've got some injury issues uh, that you're dealing with in Week 8 then you got 10 more weeks of regular season action before the playoffs even start. And we already lost J.J. Watt. So the question is, and they won 31-5 to in that game. Is it worth it, I guess, is the question. Here we go, Big J. Joe Exotic is back for another season of Tiger King. Like it or not, the trailer for the Netflix docuseries dropped on Wednesday, teased a deeper dive into the 1997 disappearance of Carol Baskin's former husband, Don Lewis. That bitch, Carol Baskin... <coughs> who was declared legally dead in 2002. Tiger King is scheduled to stream on November 17th. I am so proud to say I did not watch this trailer. I am officially off yeah, I'm the not, scent. I'm not doing it. I'm no. not... Uh, listen, no. if Squid Gaming isn't getting my time, neither is, is Tiger bad. Guy, too. Squid Game is actually pretty good. <laughs> Tiger, you just don't like it because it's popular That's for right. some reason, which is very strange. I'm an anti-hero. This is... Tiger King was a phenomenon for sure, but I do believe it was all timing because, again, it's full of awful people doing terrible things that they all deserve to be in jail for. And I don't want to hear the event continued adventures of, but I'm sure some people might. We'll see how it does. November 17th is when that comes up on Netflix. The best in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Information leak is going to be a theme here this morning for Nerd Alert. First, the leaked news of a Warner Brothers fighting game. And what they mean by fighting game is think Mortal Kombat or Tekken. And the item leaked on Twitter was a character selection screen. People have been referring to this game as Warner Brothers Multiverse because the characters cast a wide net over the Warner Brothers uh, characters. And I'm talking, you've got the standard Batman and Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn. But add to that list characters like Jake and Finn from Adventure Time, Tom and Jerry, Scrappy-Doo, Gandalf, uh, Bugs Bunny, and Rick Mother Bleeping Sanchez. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub! What? Yes. I didn't know they were Warner Brothers property, I guess. I, I didn't either, And uh, but but that is going to be really, really cool. Now, nothing else is known about the game, but Warner uh, has even more characters to throw into the mix, so it could be really huge. And, I mean, just imagine some of the fighting implements that Rick has at his. Uh, he's got a portal gun. Mm -hmm. uh, he can make anything he wants. And then, of course, uh, you've got uh, the Pickle Rick 
So, I mean, that would just, there's too much fun to be had. Yeah, I mean, listen, it seems like a very interesting kind of mishmash of things. Because, I, I, are they, well, I guess all you saw is a character screen, right? You yeah. don't know how violent yeah. they're going to no, be. No, not at all. Yeah. And, you know, Mortal Kombat uh, X was has been really, really popular here. And a lot of that is because of all that crossover stuff. So, look out. It could be really, really cool. And it seems it's like just a short time ago, we hear on Nerd Alert, Nick, we leaked news that we didn't even know we had leaked. Yeah. I'm, of course, talking about Rockstar Games and Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, the definitive edition. I had uh, just purchased Vice City on Steam, and it was an unplayable in its in its original stage because the graphics and everything. So that's what we had been talking about. Uh, and naturally, uh, news broke about a day or two after that that they were remastering three of the games. Uh, of course, uh, I'm talking Vice City and uh, San Andreas and, and uh, Grand Theft Auto 2. So all of that uh, was uh, part of that. And uh, good news is it's going to be available here digitally November 11th for people to play with physical copies not landing until early December. Now, uh, adding to this, Snoop Dogg has leaked some of his own news that Dr. Dre has been working on something for Rockstar Games. The big question is what? Now, of course, we're assuming that the music from uh, the uh, the three Grand Theft Auto games uh, will still be intact with all the licensing. So maybe they could be throwing some extra stuff at that, or it could be for this Grand Theft Auto 5 next-gen re-release that was supposed to happen in December. But that project has been delayed, so not sure what the Dr. Dre music is about, but apparently, according to Snoop, it's really good, and he's been partnered up with Rockstar Games for it. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they decide to add like another Dre radio station or something to it. That's that's the thing that you could do with, with all these Grand Theft Auto games. When you're driving around, you can change yeah. stations to different stuff, so that wouldn't be surprising, but I think I, I'm i committed to purchasing this, this three-pack. It's $60, and it, you get all three of the games remastered, and you get to play it, because it's been a very long time since I played all three of those. Seen some screen comparisons, and yeah, they have really uh, done up uh, this stuff, so uh, making it playable, and I can't wait to check that out. Well, one last thing here. Call of Duty Vanguard is officially uh, going to be released next Friday, November 5th, but for those of you who just want to, can't wait, uh, preloading the game can start today. PlayStation and Xbox players who have pre-ordered the game can begin loading tonight at 10 p.m. Also, some really good news in regards to file size. Somehow they managed to keep it reasonable, and by that I mean it's uh, instead of the 80 to 90 gigs of the previous versions of Call of Duty, this uh, Vanguard will max out at 64 gigs in the PlayStation 5. So that's at least some nice news. Still, uh, you want to get that thing preloaded so uh, when it comes to uh, November 5th at 12 a.m., uh, if you're a crazy fan, you can start playing it immediately then. This you, did you pre-order? Yes, I pre-ordered, and so did my daughter, uh, Maddie. She's super excited to play, so we're going to get to do some playing, and I've talked to a couple other ex-listeners that are excited, so we might have some some fun uh, together here at Team X. All right, get ready. Uh, Vanguard coming out a little bit over a week away. Uh, but w- when you preload it, it just like shows up in your queue, basically. You still can't do anything with it until no, it, the game's you, released, right? Yeah, you, it's preloaded onto your hard drive, and it's ready to go, but it, it won't fire off until it's time. Gotcha. All right, well, there's something cool. Yeah. If you've preordered, you should take care of that. There's your nerd alert. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Once again, Big J, we remind you the internet is just one big figment of our imaginations. Nothing on it is real, nothing is factual, nothing can be trusted. Especially when it comes to review sites. And now we've got review sites saying that pretty much themselves. TripAdvisor has officially admitted that one million of the reviews that were submitted to their website in 2020 were fake. 
Uh, about 3.6%. That's over 26 million were submitted. So listen, it's a minority, of course, but... Uh, what was revealed in their 2021 review transparency report says that about 67% of all fake reviews came from inside the building. So people are basically saying nice things about themselves, posting them on TripAdvisor so that when you go there, you see a good review and you go, well, man, maybe I'll book there. That's a good idea. You can't trust anything. That's right. Except for the morning after. That's right, because we don't review anything. I do. Uh, in, oh, that's true. <laughs> In addition, the company said it penalized 34,000 properties for this activity, banned 20,000 members for failing to abide by their standards last year as well. And TripAdvisors say that genuine reviews will be recent and relevant, and they will make sure they keep track of this stuff so that they're paying attention so that people get at least as honest reviews as they can get. But, you know, listen, they're not going to catch all of them, of course, and some are going to sneak through. And so the reality of it is... You know, I don't trust review sites that much anyway, because a majority of us, like, I mean, have you ever written an honest-to-God review on the internet about something? Yeah. Okay. Was it because you were super passionate about it, one way or the other? Um, I was asked to write a review. By whom? Google. Oh. Like, hey, you just stopped at this place. Let us know. Okay. Did you give, What did you give it? Five stars, one star, uh, three stars? I, uh, three stars. Okay. So right down the middle of the road. And then, and then I gave it a reason for that. There you go. Uh, see, I'm more likely to believe that than I am a five-star review or a one-star right. review. Because, uh, listen, a lot of people just aren't motivated enough to review anything unless they've had a really amazing and really or really terrible experience. And odds are you're going to be way more middle of the road than you're going to be, oh, my God, blew my mind, or, oh, my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Now, I do pay a little bit of attention. If it's got nothing but negative reviews, I tend to stay away because usually that means they're right. And the price is a reason for that. But, you know, it is something that you kind of have to figure out on your own, I feel. Because if you are basing... <laughs> figure it out on your own. If you're basing everything on internet reviews, odds are you're going to be extremely disappointed at some point. Yeah. World Series is knotted up at one game apiece after a 7-2 win last night for the Atlanta Braves. J.J. Watt out for the rest of the year for the Arizona Cardinals. He's going to need shoulder surgery, so that's going to do it. Uh, maybe, just maybe, the Cleveland Guardians may not be a Major League Baseball team. They announced that they were changing their name in the beginning of this new season, but they're being sued by a roller derby team that says, hey, we're the Cleveland Guardians, we've got the trademark, maybe you should have checked this before you made an announcement, and so we've got some issues, and there's going to be a lawsuit involved, so who knows. It seems to be happening more and more and more with teams that just decide they want to change stuff without actually looking into whether or not they can. A big reason why the Washington football team is still the Washington football team because they can't seem to figure out who they want to be, and every time they decide they want to change their name, they run into a legal roadblock. Yeah, they also can't help themselves from being gross internally. They are terrible. From top to bottom. Terrible. Uh, you used to watch 24. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, I've watched a couple seasons here and there. Any interest in the Kiefer Sutherland reuniting of his 24 cast together? I, I know. It's the 20th anniversary of the show's premiere, so they're going to reunite on Zoom yeah. oh, uh, no. for a fan conversation. <laughs> For a bunch of panels, and will also serve as a fundraiser for Operation Smile. Okay, well, that part's cool. So, Leslie Hope, Alicia Cuthbear, uh, Sarah Chalk, Eric Belfour, uh, Sarah Winter. You like Sarah Winter. I know that much. I remember her, and I remember you liking her. Oh, yeah. Look up a picture of Sarah Winter. It'll remind you. 
Uh, and then, of course, uh, Cherry Jones and all the whole crew all coming back for this really cool Zoom that's coming up later on at the end of the middle of next month that you can take part in if you want to donate to a charity. Let's play The X Double Dare on 100.3 The X Rocks. All right, yesterday we struck out. Today we'd like to give away some money in the X Double Dare. You have to gamble on yourself in order to make this happen. But boy, howdy, do we want to make somebody uh, fairly rich with 200 bucks coming their way. And Caller X this morning is Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Wonderful, dude. Thank you for calling in. Congratulations on being Caller X. Let's see if we can turn that into some money. Big J, what is Mike's category? American politics. Seriously, deal with it. It's everybody's favorite topic, Mike, politics. How are you feeling about that particular subject? Uh, not well at all. Wonderful. I don't pay attention to it. Off to a good start. Uh, then you may want to tread carefully, but we'll see how you do. Here's your $50 question, my man. We the people are the three opening words from what pretty important document? The United States Constitution. Right. Damn, Mike. Go. Look at you. You're a politics expert. I officially crowned you. Uh, that gives you $50. You could take that and walk away. We certainly wouldn't judge you, but you can try to go double or nothing for $100. The catch is, of course, the question does get a little bit more difficult, in theory. Uh, let's keep going. All right, man. John Hancock is the dude who signed this document large enough so everyone knew he signed it. The Declaration of Independence? Right. Like a young Nick Cage. You got that one right, my friend. That is $100 coming your way. Now you have the most difficult question on the docket. You could go for 200 bucks, or you could take that 100 bucks and walk away. What do you want to do, Mike? Uh, let's go for it. All right, man. Double or nothing. All right. How many justices are on the Supreme Court? That's your question, Ooh. Mike. How many justices are on the Supreme Court? It's an odd number. We'll give you that much. Yeah, I want to say it's 13. You're going to go with 13? Is that your final answer, Mike? Yeah, we'll go with 13. Wrong. I'm sorry, brother. It's a little high. 13 is a little high. Uh, Big J had this question once in Pop Culture Smackdown. I wonder if you knew off the top of your head. I don't think that I did. (laughs) He doesn't remember. Uh, But why don't you give Mike the correct answer? Nine. Nine. Right. Nine justices on the Supreme Court. But you know what, Mike? We love you anyway. Sorry we couldn't give you any money. We do appreciate you going all out and trying to get that 200 bucks, though. Uh, Risk-reward is certainly high in this game. But but thank you very much for calling in. Unfortunately... Zero money given away today here on the X Double Dare. But two more chances. Same topic. 1230 politics with Jason Drew. Go ahead. I was going to say he flew too close to the sun. That's right. Uh, Like Icarus. And then 530 is the politics questions with Adam. So uh, tune in and see if you have what it takes to win yourself some cash. And that is how the Double Dare works. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to go to hell here next on the X Rocks. Point three, the X rocks. Miami, Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. And Big J, I'm not one to judge. If somebody wants to start their OnlyFans as their way to supplement or even be their income, then more power to them, man. If they can get enough people interested in paying to see pictures of them doing God knows what, then listen, I suppose I should be happy, right? Yeah. But there is somebody that's making the news because of some poor decisions that were made, Mm. at least depending on who you ask. Uh, Her name is Jane Rivera, and she is pretty big on OnlyFans and fairly popular on TikTok as well. 
and she is getting a little bit of attention because she decided to have an impromptu photo shoot in front of a man's casket at a funeral. It was a legitimate casket at a legitimate funeral and she took a couple of pictures of her posing in front of the casket and to posted them to her instagram and said quote butterfly fly away with a dove emoji and an american flag emoji and then said r.i.p poppy you were my best friend a life well lived and then a bunch of pictures of her kind of like posing in like sexy poses near the casket which some people have said seems to be in bad taste big j uh, they're not so much upset about the, the pictures having been taken, just that maybe somebody decided to make the funeral a little bit more about them than the person that had passed away. Uh, but listen, man, uh, if you want to throw out thirst traps in front of a casket, I'm all fine with you pulling that off. It just seems like it's a little bit in bad taste. I'm trying to figure out what would happen if I uh, saw that. Because, listen, the last funeral I was at, I wouldn't call it a photo op. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I would do if I saw somebody, like, taking, like, some weird sexy photos in front of the casket. I'd be like, hmm, and it was an open casket. I'd be very, very concerned about that person's mental well-being, I think, is what it boils down to. Yeah. After uh, this particular post went up, uh, the account got so much heat that she decided to delete the Instagram account. But according to her website, her TikTok and her OnlyFans account still active. But uh, both of those, apparently, according to reports, re- feature zero funeral content. So if oh, this is your kink, that's not where you're going to get it, I guess. We have discovered there's a kink for everything. So I'm sure there's somebody that gets turned on by yeah, weird I mean, uh, you remember, remember the movie Wedding Crashers? <laughs> You know, uh, Owen Wilson's character <laughs> went real, like, into the depths by crashing funerals yeah. because, you know, the grief and the horniness. Sure. Uh, I guess. And, and I don't know if that's what the uh, the end game here was, but I guess that certainly could be at least some runoff from that. Who knows? But uh, maybe think twice before you it, post sexy Was pictures. it her father? I, well, no, Poppy is like a pet name for boyfriends. I think it was somebody she was with. I don't know. Maybe it was his mistress or something? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. the, the pictures are, are blurred out to respect the person that had passed away that I have seen. So I couldn't tell if it was an older gentleman or if it was somebody that maybe she had a relationship with. I do not know. I don't know. Would it been? It'd be weirder if it was her dad. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that would be especially concerning. Yes, I tend to agree with that. But also on par for a lot of those places that she's a part of. Uh, oh, you're saying that's another kink that's out yeah. there. Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Get your kink talk here, baby. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, I hate to admit that I was right about something that I thought I was going to be right about, but here I am telling you right now, Big J, I was right. For the longest time, I didn't want to get a cell phone. I was probably the last person in my group of friends to ever get a cell phone because I was of the belief that having a cell phone would make me dumber. I, uh, I had a landline at the, uh, the house I was living at, and so people could always get a hold of me. I had my work number, and I had my, my home number, and I was like, listen, if you need to get a hold of me, that's how you do it. But I don't want to do a cell phone because it's going to make me dumb. And I was like, listen, I know all of your phone numbers right now. The second I get a cell phone, I won't. And guess what? Here we are. I'm, I probably, what, 22 years later? I don't know a single damn number in my cell phone. I know my phone number, I know the ex-listener line, and I know my office number. Those are like the three numbers that I remember. And I remember like my, my grandmother's phone numbers from when I was a kid. But of course, they're no longer living at those houses. So it has made me 
dumber. And so is technology, especially, Big J, Google. According to a new University of Texas survey, uh, it basically says that Google is making us all think that we're smarter than we actually are. But the truth is, we're all a bunch of dumb idiots because of Google. Because really, what Google is doing is giving us the answers to the test. Does that make sense? Yeah. He's, uh, according to the University of Texas, it's it's not exercising our memory and learning muscles. It's exercising our reading muscles. We're just given the answers, and therefore, we don't retain any of that knowledge over long-term side of things. And how is this dangerous? Basically, it makes us think that we're smarter than we are. When we look at Google and we have the answer and we go, we kind of go in our head and go, Yo, yeah, I knew that. Of course. Thanks, Google, for the reminder. That makes us feel smarter. And therefore, that could make us really rely on our own knowledge in risky situations, which would mean disaster. And it could even make us more entrenched in our views in science and politics, which probably are wrong. <laughs> and we think we're so smart that how could we possibly be wrong? But the reality of it is Google's just basically giving you the SAT answers and you're not remembering anything. You're just thinking you know it when you don't actually know it. So Google makes you dumber, Big J, and now you know. Does that make us? Is that going to make us stop using it? Absolutely not. No, not. no. Probably make us use it more. Probably, yeah. I like uh, people like being dumb, and so why not? Why why wouldn't you go to the place that gives you the answer with the path of least resistance? That's what that's what our society has become, Big J. How can we find the easiest way from point A to point B? No matter how many shortcuts we have to take, and the less knowledge we have to retain, and the harder it is to do it, the the less we're interested. So yes, I'd much rather type into Google, give me the answer to this question, and they give it to me. And then I feel like a genius. That's fun. Astros beat the Braves 7-2 to last night. This series is evened up at one game apiece. Big J, you still taking the Braves in six? Yep. Cardinals defensive end J.J. Watt will undergo season-ending shoulder surgery. That's going to do it for him for the year. He will not play tonight. We got the Cardinals-Packers for Thursday night football on Amazon Prime as well as NFL Network. If you'd like to watch it, it is streaming on Prime now officially. Big J, I thought we'd play a game. The 2022 People's Choice Awards were, at least the nominees, were announced yesterday. That's going to air December 7th on NBC and on E. But uh, if memory serves, you are a person. Is that correct? I'm a person, so yes. So let's get the Big J Choice Awards for 2022. I know you haven't seen all of the nominees for movie of 2021, as they say. But you have seen Black Widow, right? Yes. No Time to Die. Ooh, and yeah. the Tomorrow War. Those are the three, because I don't think you've seen Coming to America, Fast 9, Dune, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten nope. Rings, or Venom, Let There Be Carnage, right? Right. So of those three, what is Big J's movie of 21? No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Comedy movie of 21. I know you've seen Free Guy. You've seen Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Jungle Cruise. You saw, did you see Thunder Force on Netflix? No. Did you see Vacation Friends on Hulu with John Cena? I did not. Then you have to choose between Free Guy, Jungle Cruise, and Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. What's the funniest movie of the year? Free Guy. Free Guy is the Big J Award. Action movie. I know Ooh. you saw Black Widow, Godzilla vs. Kong, No Time to Die, The Suicide Squad, and The Tomorrow War. Which one gets your nod Suicide Squad. Movie? All right. And now, TV show of 2021. You watched Cobra Kai, Loki, and WandaVision of the ones they nominated. Which one's your favorite show? Uh, yeah, let's go with Cobra Kai. All right. That's also nominated Cobra for Kai. Drama of the Year. You like Cobra Kai over Loki, huh? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think I'll take Cobra Kai season one over any of the other seasons. 
So I, Listen, I think they're weaker until than... Until Marvel wants to bring to the table uh, solving your problems through high school karate fights, you're not going to win. Okay? Well, technically, they are solving problems through fights. Yeah, but not, not high school karate fights. You'd have to wait for the Power Pack adaptation for that to happen. Morning After with Nick and Big J. And big concert. A week from today at the Rev Center, you got Hailstorm. You got Rival Sons and Ida Mae. A fantastic lineup. These tickets are yours. You just have to beat me pop culture smackdown. It means you need to know your pop culture. Or you need to use Google, as we previously talked about in important stuff. Yes, of course. That's that's Google's best friend, Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to try your luck against Radio's Big J in a battle of pop culture supremacy. Big J, are you ready? I am feeling confident. I think you're going to go on a run here. Hello, The X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Thomas. Thomas, what character on the show Cheers was a mailman? Was it Norm? Was it Cliff? Or was it Sam? Uh, Cliff. Cliff was the mailman, bro. Good job. Big J, who was Bill Murray's love interest in Groundhog Day? The actress. I'm looking for. Um, Let's see. Uh, Her name is... Hold on. Stay corrected, I guess. Mary. Margulies. Wrong. <laughs> I don't even know who you think it might be. Are you confusing it with Juliana Margulies from yes. ER? Yes. Okay. No. They kind of look the same. <laughs> racist. No, uh, Andy McDowell is the answer. Right. It's not racist at Andy all. They both have long McDowell black hair. Is the answer. Uh, that is who was in the movie Groundhog Day, now featured in the Netflix show Made, which is why she popped up in my brain. I thought I was going to throw you an easy Groundhog Day question. And it it, it should have been, but yeah, I got those. Plus, Juliana Margulies became famous like 15 years later. I know. I know. I <laughs> got it. Congratulations, my man. Go to you, hell, You man. got yourself some Hailstorm and Rival Suns tickets for the Rev Center coming up on Thursday. There you go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do some headlines. Those are next on the X-Rocks. It's time for headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday. Going on tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. You get $50 to the local for just $25. Great eatery, wine pub, and Boise that offers comfortable and engaging atmosphere. You can grab lunch or dinner there Tuesday through Saturday. And they have rotating dishes and seasonal menus, all made from local ingredients. Great for takeout, dining room service, or eat on the patio. Uh, check out the local delicious food, satisfying drinks in a local atmosphere. $50 for $25 tomorrow, 9 o'clock, right on the front page of xrock.com. Check it out. Headlines are as follows. Extreme, bro. Nice job, Teach, and anything for fame. Extreme, bro. Uh, you and theme parks usually don't go hand in hand. You're not a big roller coaster guy. Nope. Are there any rides that you would be involved in that you would enjoy? Uh, there are uh, probably a few, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, you enjoy the Tilt-A-Whirl? Like, at the carnival? <laughs> yeah, as a kid. Not You haven't been on one lately? No. Uh, what about... Uh, I don't fit in them very well. <laughs> 
So thanks for walking me into fat shaming. I mean, I didn't think about that. The, but what do you mean? The bar goes down. You need to hold the bar. It fits it all sizes. Really not? No, it does not fit all sizes. All right. That's a that's a misnomer. Then maybe you won't be interested in the new extreme uh, theme park that is coming to uh, Dubai called the Rig. It's going to open up in 2025, and they are not messing around. It is a 150,000 square meter park that will be located in the Arabian Gulf. And everything is going to be extreme at the rig, including their hotels, 11 restaurants, everything connected by platform bridges. So it's like a suspension bridge to get everywhere you want to go. There will be extremely large roller coasters and they're calling it extreme for a reason. Everything is going to be there like high diving, bungee jumping, extreme, like super, super supersonic, you know, kind of like bungee launcher kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. All this stuff, like everything Extreme. will get you killed. Yeah. Everything would get you seriously maimed or killed if it's something went wrong. Man, think of the nachos at that place. <laughs> yeah, the rig nachos. Look out! Uh, it won't be open until 2025. But if you have an adrenaline junkie in your life, this may be some place they would want to go. Nice job, teacher. Anything for fame. Anything for fame. TikTok, Big J. It is a crazy place where people do crazy things and go crazy viral. Uh, and a young lady has gone viral by making her own butter. Now, normally that wouldn't be something that would go viral on TikTok, oh, but no. she's making her own butter out of her own breast milk. Uh, the woman's name is Laura Hall, and she gave plenty of step-by-step instructions how you could make your own butter using breast milk and showed followers the final product, saying, quote, I don't know if I've ever been more proud. Uh, she gave it to her husband to uh, enjoy a sample, and he said, quote, it tastes like, you know, when you burp, and then there's like throw up. That's what it tastes like. Damn. So ugh. I guess the butter isn't that great or the, her breast milk isn't that great. One of the two. Ugh. But a verp does not sound like a delicious thing that you would want something to taste like. <laughs> that's my guess. But that's what TikTok is for. Having people eat gross stuff and then uh, talk to you about how gross it is. And then a bunch of people watch it. Wrap it up with nice job, teach. A Southern Carolina, uh, South Carolina elementary school teacher was arrested because... Students grabbed a box of candy that turned out to be marijuana edibles. Victoria Weiss kept the box of candy in the classroom to reward her students, and then one child pulled out a package of edibles. Weiss realized what it was and took it away. She told him to take something else and pulled out another package of edibles. Jeez, teach. Police were notified, prompting an investigation. Officers searched the teacher's house, found a bunch of more packs of edibles, similar to the ones found in the classroom. Don't know why they made it to the classroom or how she put them in the candy box, but police do say no edibles were ingested by the children. She was arrested and charged with possession of drugs, which is still illegal in South Carolina. Uh, I don't know how this happened. Uh, she must have been super high. It was the only way that I would think about it. But I saw, again, the story that always comes up around this time of year, which is, hey, kids, when you're trick-or-treating, watch out for people giving you edibles. But uh, there's nobody that's going to give up edibles, man. They're too expensive, and there's no payoff in it. Nobody's going to be giving your kids out of Yeah, it's for sure somebody wanted to take her to the candy box. Something happened, yeah. I want to take you to the candy box. Good job, Big J. Uh, there is your headlines. That's everything you need to know for today. Cent this morning. GNR. Hard School. That's their new one here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it's okay, Big J. We can tell embarrassing things from time to time. Yeah, so last year, uh, my oldest daughter, Maddie, put up Christmas lights on her house. Right, I remember that. And uh, didn't take them down. <laughs> I remember that. Because so. I'm like, you know what? We can hold on to next year. 
And right. it was working out. I mean, here we are. We're a few weeks away from Christmas lights time going up, right? Sure. Uh, well, the wind that we had uh, last week did some, uh, I don't know, the clips or whatever. <laughs> deteriorated and so some of the lights have started to fall off of the house in fact uh the the christmas light on the garage part so you know the garage there's you know a peak at the top right uh and the top what came down and so it, it came down and, and formed like a semicircle. so it's kind of hanging there hanging right in front of uh the garage right oh it's fallen that far down that yeah. it's in front of the garage yeah. door yeah okay. and so uh you know you have to lift it up to go around it etc and so here's the deal or you take it so you're here's lifting the, it up like a yeah, like a do not pass. But go here's thing. the problem. So, like that requires one of two things: either somebody has to get up on the roof, or they have to get out the 12 foot ladder uh-huh. that we have to get up on that. Well, listen, I'm not certified to get up on a ladder. Uh, just because it's not because I'm afra- afraid or I, I can't do it. It's because I'm not proportioned correctly, and the, there's a high degree of danger. <laughs> Of me falling off that ladder, so okay. uh, I don't go up that, and I've got enough issues. So uh, we were <laughs> wife and I were like, "Well, what do we do? You know, we hate to bug Kyle, who lives in our house, to do everything." Uh, and so, but you know, he is an able-bodied young man. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I was hoping he would just be like, "Hey, I'll go ahead and take care." Oh, of I this. can't help but notice there's a huge string in front yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, well, but matters came really to head because I had said, you know, we should probably do something about this. And then the next, thing you know, the neighbors are saying, "Hey, you want us to help out?" <laughs> And that's when I'm like shameful. So how many uh, days has it been hanging in front of your garage? Let's put it like it was probably three days. Okay. Okay. And uh, well, here's the thing that really makes this uh, even more funny <laughs> is that uh, in the middle of this hanging down part is like it's connected. Okay. Like so, we just unplugged it, and now it's on two sides. <laughs> but so yeah, it looks okay now. But then you got Christmas lights are still there. I, I just I'm a disaster and shouldn't own a house. <laughs> okay, because I'm not doing any of this crap. Yeah, well, I think maybe it's like listen, if somebody wants to uh, get motivated because they know you won't do it and wants to hang up Christmas decorations, that's fine. But it should be part of the at least negotiated contract that in a, sh- a certain hey, amount of time come it comes. Take these yes. down, right? Somebody has no. to also take No, and she down. realized, well, A, how much work it was to do it, uh-huh. uh, and they wanted nothing to do with anything else of it. And I'm like, great. And now I just feel like an elderly man, like an 80-year-old man who shouldn't be allowed to go out and do things in their own home. Well, an 80-year-old man would probably get up on that ladder. But, I but then they would fall over and die. So <laughs> Not always. Pretty uh, sure. But I, I do I do appreciate the situation. I'm sorry. So did your neighbors help, or are they still hanging there? No, we are like, ah, we don't want their help. We'll just unplug the thing, and it's just hanging there. So <laughs> we'll figure something out. Or you won't, and that's how they'll stay, and that'll be your Christmas lights. No, Christmas. we can't let that stay. So, uh, but uh, I am uh, I am sympathetic to the situation, and I'm sorry you find yourself in that particular situation. But you did not ask Kyle. Is that the truth? That the truth. Yes. Okay. Maybe you should. Maybe that's how the situation gets resolved. I think he'd do you solid if you asked. Or are you always asking him to do stuff like that? I think that's the thing. It's like we always. You know, there's always something going. Like, uh, for example, they just bought a, a puppy. Uh-huh. So my my daughter and her boyfriend Kyle live in our house. Bought a puppy, little uh, little corgi. Um, his name is Lincoln. So we both have puppies in our house, Nick. Right. And uh, so the backyard needed a little like there was a couple. Somehow there was a hole in our fence, and so there's a couple uh, 
pieces of fencing that need to be fixed. And our back gate has never really worked right. I've tried to fix it a couple times, and it just hasn't stuck. And so, uh, you know, he went out and fixed those things. And but that, he, that's his puppy. That that makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. But also, I'm like, you know, I really wouldn't have been that hard for me to go to Home Depot and buy a couple pieces of wood like he did and fix it and put some sort of effort towards it. Um, well, listen, we know that's so, your, yeah, not your strong suit. Yeah, it effort. is my strong suit, right? But we'll get there. We'll get no, there. No, we'll never get there. No, and that's not. the point. I don't want to get there. I don't want to do this crap. I know, but I mean, like, you do have to realize that it is comical that you're lifting up these Put me in the retirement home right now. <laughs> Be careful. You might get your wish. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some Long's bad impressions. TV and internet. <laughs> are next on the X-Rock. Love. <laughs> Point three, the X. And next week, big show at the Red Center. Hailstorm, Rival Sons, and Ida May. Going to be a great show. We'll get you set up with those tickets for free if you can figure out bad impressions. Official show date, November 4th. Those tickets will be yours if you want to play. 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J in his mind, maybe even his heart, perhaps his loins, has the thoughts of a celebrity. And he is going to give you three clues about that celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in those three clues or less, you've got tickets to Hailstorm, which are pretty nice tickets, man. Not going to lie. Hello, The X. Hey, Nick. How you doing? It's Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. We're hanging in there, brother. Thanks for calling in. I wish you the best of luck and bad impressions, sir. Here's Big J. Yeah, good talking to you, too. All right, Listen, here we go. Doing, Jimmy, Jimmy and I got a thing <laughs> there going on. There we go. Weird. Uh, <laughs> since starring in the 1988 comedy Big, I've made it pretty big in the movie business. Tom Hanks. Yay! All right. Yeah, good job, buddy. Hang on one second. One and done. We will hook you up with those Hailstorm tickets. Clues two and three for fun. Uh, Walt Disney, Fred Rogers, and Captain Phillips, just a few of the real-life people I portrayed in the movies, and I was the first celebrity to go public with having COVID. And why is little Tommy Hanks in the news? Tom Hanks, man. I, kind of an amazing uh, dude. You know, I, I mean, I think we all could see Tom Hanks being real nice, real nice guy, does yes. nice things for people, uh, but also ultra-aware of his celebrity and, and by this, I mean, recently, uh, he saw that a couple was getting married on a beach. Uh, and uh, this isn't the first time he's done this, by the way. Uh, so he uh, in Santa, Mo- uh, Santa Monica and he approached the wedding party and said, hey, you guys want some pictures? Like in, in like inserting himself into the situation, but knowing that he's a celebrity and that people would, yes, of course, want pictures yeah. with him at their wedding. Although I would love to be the person to go, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks, Tom. This is kind of my day. I'm all right. You're like, nah, I'm a Harrison Ford fan. Take, take a walk. Yeah. Is your son around? I'll take pictures with him. But I'm yeah. But no, he, so he did it and went well? Yeah, it went great. I mean, just, you know, super thing. The, the the family that was having the wedding was super excited and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, it takes a lot of something of awareness to be like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and walk on over here and, and do this thing. Yeah. What was it like uh, five years ago where he took the pictures of him next to the dude that was passed out at the bar yeah. and just had some fun? Yep. So, yes, Tom Hanks seems like uh, somebody that doesn't take things too seriously and has a good time and, and realizes that people probably would think it would be pretty cool to meet him. Uh, so good on you, Tom Hanks. And it's usually true. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who think that there's something that then they're, they're not, uh, and then find out. You know what I'm saying? No. Like from from the like, what if you went up there and, and, and nobody really wanted to meet you? Oh, if you if you thought you were a big yeah, deal and you're yeah. not a big deal, yes, there are plenty of people out there like that. Absolutely. Uh, Tom Hanks, I believe, is universally recognized. Yeah. However, so I'm not. I've done that before. I've tried. <laughs> You've just walked up to people say you yeah, want a picture hey. of Big J. There's your chance. I'm right here. You know that Big J you've heard so much about? Look at me. 
Uh, yeah, that does I not go over so well. <laughs> You walked away from the situation poor? Yeah. That's never good. I got to pay somebody to put up lights at my house. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Papa Roach, kill the noise here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. We tried. We got a couple of questions right today in the X-Rock Double Dare, but uh, Mike unfortunately went double or nothing for the $200 question and couldn't quite get it. What is the topic again today, Big J? Uh, American politics. That's right. And it will carry over to 1230 and 530 today. So you have chances to win money with Jason Drew and Adam. And I wish you the best of luck in doing that because we'd like you to win some money. That's the that's the again game for this particular thing. So we'll keep going. More Hailstorm tickets tomorrow. Thank you, Big J, for the nerd alert today. We also updated you on my puppy, Big J's puppy, and even Big J's Christmas lights. So it was a fairly busy Thursday for sure. That leaves you with the floor, sir. Hey, uh, Henry Winkler uh, was going through his garage and found uh, a bunch of boxes of uh, goodies. Stuff from uh, m- movies like Waterboy, Scream, Happy Days, MacGyver, Night Shift, and so much more. And he's putting it up for auction. Whoa, anything good in there? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at the list, but I mean, just based off of that alone, I, there's got to be some good stuff. I'm trying to think of like, uh, well, he was the principal in Scream. Yeah. Uh, and then he was the coach in Waterboy. So maybe he's got one of his like fishing hats that he used to yeah, wear. Yeah, or a sideline. playbook. You never know. You never know. I'm not sure there'd be anything in that playbook, but you may be right. Could be a binder with something on it. Uh, no leather jackets from Happy Days, though. I don't know. Probably. That's what would get the most money. Yeah, absolutely. An actual Fozzie leather jacket. Was he in MacGyver a lot? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I never watched that show. The new one or the old one? uh, I think it's the old one. Um, It's the uh, auction is the Bonhams auction. Uh, and it's happening December 21st. All right, get your hands on some Henry Wrinkler memorabilia. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by our Half Price Friday that's going to be happening around this time tomorrow, 9 o'clock, as a matter of fact. Friday at xrock.com. This goes live. You get $50 to the local for just 25 So if you want to check out a local eatery and wine pub in Boise that actually has stuff made from all local ingredients, you're going to want to check out the local, whether it be takeout or dine-in or even eating on the patio. You can check it out for yourself. Courtesy of Half Price Friday, 9 o'clock o'clock tomorrow at xrock.com it's gonna do it for us jason drew's up next we'll see you guys on friday have a good one it's the x rocks